How's it going? This is Ty, and this is also the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course, I always do. Here we talk about fiction, copywriting, persuasion, marketing, and several other issues. Ever since I discovered that fiction writing and copywriting do borrow from each other in quite a few different ways. So without any further ado than we've already had, let's get to it. All right, this week's episode is going to be number 213. The posts I'm going to connect this episode to I originally titled, I Hope I Never Have to Write Like This Again, which I posted on January 6, 2015. But I might title it something else due for a reason that will become readily apparent, shall we say. So, um, this is probably going to be a quick one as well because I kind of forgot until I encountered this that I actually did write about this, but I, it was in there, I think, but I kind of forgot when, and it kind of surprised me. So, all right. So this is about, uh, my grandpa dying. One of them, uh, he died January 5th, 2015 at age 92. He was my mom's dad. Uh, he was my last surviving grandparent, actually. Uh, he had fallen at home and broke a lot of bones and stuff. And a pastor who checked on him in the area, found him, took him to the hospital. He was in the ICU, so on and so forth. Uh, my mom and my aunt were going to go see him just to see if there was anything he, they would be able to do to like help him if he needed anything. We need things to be taken care of. And then in the meanwhile, uh, between 4.30 and 5 p.m. that day, on the 5th, he died. And my mom called me to tell me these sad news. Of course, there's a lot of feelings that come up regarding that stuff. Like, stuff for me that was sort of like run-of-the-mill stuff and maybe a lot of stuff that really wasn't. Because, like, okay, I regret not going to see him. He lived hundreds of miles away. Uh, but it it only seemed to matter, or it seemed to matter more, after he was gone and I couldn't see him anymore. But I think a lot of times, some things that we think matter really don't matter. Because in the end, like, it doesn't... It all ends the same, basically. Things all end the same. I had seen him for about about six years prior to this, so like 99 or so. I can't remember, or not 99, subtraction skills, to 2009 or so. He was rocking around his property, laughing, telling us, telling me and my extended family who would go in there with me, uh, things that he had planned to do. He had plans. He was in his 80s and he had plans to build things, do things. He mowed his own lawn at his age. His knees were rather uh, in poor condition, but he had a zero-turn riding lawnmower that he, he used to go do it. And he was always thinking about I don't know like how much physical activity he did get 
but it seemed like he got a lot more than people substantially younger than him are supposed to get or usually get. And he also uh, fed a lot of wildlife in the area. I mean, I don't know. He did it for, he said it made him feel good to help out, even though they were just like, you know, wild animals, from what I recall. Anyway, um, I didn't really have much else to say about it. And then I just remembered to say that we need to use the time that we have the best that we know how which I know is different for everybody because we don't know how much time we have. And I, as you have as well, spent life learning to do a lot of varied and different things, things that you might be good at that I won't and vice versa. That's okay. But to do, to do those things, to make the lives of people around us better, or at least not make them harder, as uh, as needed, as we can. Because when the time comes where it, it ends, we'll have to grieve them or and heal and move on. And sometimes, I mean, we I won't be aware when it happens for me, but there might be a time years and years and years down the line when people are doing that for me or you. That's fine. And I think for creative people especially of all types to explore this idea of death and what happens after death and how to deal with death. I think the idea of it, it's one of the interesting things that I think benefit from the creative process, these ideas of, okay, dealing with a very scary for a lot of times thing, depending on the circumstances, for a lot of people in a safe environment. So it's not skydiving. It's not, uh, you know, running from a lion in the Sahara. It's just dying. And a lot of people have a lot of different thoughts about it. I know a lot of cultures have a different different thoughts and so on. But that it's interesting to explore, you know, like what concepts of like the afterlife and so on, if that's a thing, like depending on what people believe it's a thing or it's not a thing, or they go to a certain place or they don't. And it's interesting to think about because eventually it, it will happen eventually. It just depends on when that we're here and then we're not. So I guess that's my encouragement to myself as well as you, if you're listening to this, to, to make the best of it, not necessarily like to do like all these wonderful things and so on, which you should do. Of course, of course you should do those things to live the best life that you can, the most fulfilling and helpful life you can but also to leave the world and those around you as you can in a better or happier or more stable condition than when you found it. So that they'll remember 
those things that you did for them. And that's how you'll live on. Because there will come a time eventually for, for everyone that those stories of you will be most of what people have to carry you on. And that, of course, is what you want. Even if you do have creative work that people can read or watch or look at, you do want to have those good stories about you in addition to that. Because that's part of what will carry you on. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.